Are you ready to build your business while honoring your introverted entrepreneur heart? I'm Jen. And I'm Lisa. Together, we are Success and the Shy Girl. We work with female introverted entrepreneurs to help them ignite their path to success while protecting their physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual energy. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, and welcome back to the Success in the Shy Girl podcast. We're on episode 51 here. We're going to chat today a little bit about productivity. Coming into the, the fall and, and really like the busiest retail season of the year for people, which is the holiday season, right? And really powering up productivity going into this really busy retail season. And as an entrepreneur, this is a great time to let's just get ahead this, this holiday yeah. Well, and because we're not sure how it's going to look this year, it may, may be a little bit different, but uh, yeah, still time to get things done. We want to, we want to help you get, uh, get the best use out of your time. I think that's the biggest thing. Absolutely. And I, I do want to preface this by saying that productivity looks different for everybody, right? And everybody has different uh, strengths in terms of when they're doing things. So like, for example, Lisa and I work really differently. We've got very different productivity styles. I tend mm-hmm. to have multiple things on the go and I jump between projects back and forth. And it's just how I'm designed to <laughs> work, I suppose. And I find that I can get a lot of stuff done really quickly when I am focused on a couple different things. But the way that I work is very different than the way that a lot of people work. So you need to find really what works for you. And just going into that discussion, we will just keep that in mind. Yes, for sure. I, um, I had a very productive week. Actually, I had, I was down with a migraine on earlier this week, but boy, was I productive the next two days (laughs) after that. (laughs) It was almost like I needed that rest. And I was, it was like, I was like a wind up toy and really went for it. Yeah. And I, I want to talk again, the difference between productivity versus being busy. So mm, for I'm sure, coming back yes. several episodes ago, we talked about busy versus productive mm-hmm. and, you know, productive when we're talking in terms of your business as an entrepreneur are the tasks that are going to move your business forward that are eventually going to earn you income, not necessarily that busy work. So the stuff that feels really good to get done, but is not really helping you move your business forward. That's right. So all those things should probably, you should have them written down exactly what your priorities are. And when you have that, those pockets of time to be super productive, that's what you should be heading for. Yeah. It's not the not the tidying your desk necessarily. It's the, yeah. <laughs> now, now I will say like, I cannot work on an untidy desk. So I do try and keep it fairly tidy. But when I, when I actually work at my desk, which is not very often because I typically like literally have my laptop in my lap, I need to make sure that that space is clean. Otherwise it, I find it very distracting. Uh, so if that is the case and you're using, you know, that is an excuse to not get the work done, then perhaps, yes, you need to tidy up the space so that it's not distracting and and pulling your attention in a million different directions. Mm -hmm. But then really dive in on the the things that matter. Yeah. So that's a bit of busy work that can lead to productivity. But yeah, don't fool yourself into thinking that that's actual work. That's 
you know, the pregame. <laughs> it is, it is, it, yeah. it is pregame. And we're not saying that that work isn't important because it is, no, no. but when we, when we're talking, when we're having this discussion about productivity, it really is the things that move your business for drive sales, drives uh, relationships, really drives business growth. Right. So like the difference between scrolling through social media and actually getting in and responding in your DMs or commenting on relevant groups and things like that. That's, that's a better use of your time productivity wise than just simply scrolling. All right. With uh, those couple caveats out of the way, let's, uh, let's jump, let's jump in here. Uh, what do you want to start with? You want... <laughs> uh, well, we got a little, we've got a little list going here. Um, let's start with, uh, you know what, let's talk about boundaries around time because I think that it's easy, particularly when we're entrepreneurs and many of us work from home, right? You may work from home as well, but Lisa and I work from home and 2020 has been a weird and wild year, right? Kids have been home and we've really had to be clear around the boundaries around what's personal time and what's family time and what's friend time versus what's, what's work time. What's my, what's my business time. Yes, because the kids will dive in and interrupt at any time. There's all kinds of distractions when you're at home. <laughs> yes, definitely. And even if you're, even if you've got, you know, let's say a storefront or you go somewhere to perform your work, having a really solid understanding around the time that you're spending on your business and the time that you're spending with your family and friends and your downtime really, cause we're introverts. So we need to make sure that that, that downtime is protected as well. Mm -hmm. There's firm boundaries around that. Cause that as, as introverted entrepreneurs, that downtime is non-negotiable. It should be non-negotiable. If you are not already building it into your day, we're going to say, pause this episode, take a look at your schedule and figure out where you can put it in today. Yes. And then come back and listen to the rest of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But having, looking at what's coming up in your life, right? Personal, business-wise, this almost comes back to like that myth of work-life balance. Some weeks you're going to be really focused on family and friends and yourself. And other times you're going to be really focused on what's happening in your business. Those are both Okay but you need to understand what's the priority for that day, for that week, for that month, for that quarter, for that year. And again, like we've said this before too, if you're looking for balance, and I use that term in quotes, don't think of it as your day. Like it's over a few days that you can balance things out because there are some days, especially if you're launching something for the fall season, if, if you've got a launch going on and you're trying to get all that, you're trying to get it ready, you're trying to get your promotions organized and scheduled, and what are you going to be sending to people, all those different pieces of the puzzle, you, you want to have that time to really sit down and do that. Yeah. So that say that day is going to be really focused on that not on so many other things, right? But have it, have it spread over the week. And that's uh, another thing we recommend too, is like when, when you are putting something out there, really have a schedule, like Tuesday, this is going to happen. Wednesday, this is going to happen. Then you're not overwhelmed by thinking you have to do, oh, what am I going to do today? Blah. Like sit down and plot it out on your, on your schedule. In our vision success planner, we've got like that three month project planning calendar laid out so you can really plot out over time. If you're launching maybe something in two weeks, then you can make your own, you know, put that right into 
your weekly day planner with your priorities and, and, and that, that, that should be your priority, but you shouldn't be overwhelmed with the whole process if you're able to schedule it out. So you can, you, you wake up in the morning, you know what you're doing today. Yeah. And I want to be really clear that having a plan and a really concrete schedule is a great way to put boundaries in place. Mm -hmm. Because you can look at that, you can now you've got a bird's eye view of what's happening and you can say, okay, well, I've completed this today. Now I'm going to go watch, I don't know, a movie on Netflix with my kids. Right. You, you, it gives you permission to go do that because you know, tomorrow you're going to be tackling the next high priority task. You don't need to do all of the work all at once. Yeah. If that is a recipe for exhaustion and like complete meltdown, if I'm being complete. Well, and, and it, it allows you to be present in that moment too, in your, in your downtime. You can be present in that moment without worrying. Oh, should I be doing this right now? What about that? Like, ah, it's fine. 9 a.m. tomorrow. That's, that's when I'm worrying about that. Yeah. You can, you can really set it aside and focus on your moments, right? Living in the present. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. It allows you to do that. So, I mean, I, I don't like to be scheduled too much. It's, it seems like, oh my gosh, you can't tell me what to do. You know, even if it's, <laughs> even if it's me making that schedule for myself, but I need to get past that because it's, it allows my free time in the other sections of the day, right? It allows me to relax, have time to myself, have time, you know, to create a meal, that, that sort of thing. So if I know that I'm doing something like say if Jen and I are working at nine 30, then that's what I'm doing at nine 30. I don't have to worry about it at eight 30. Nope. So you find it, it, it decreases the overwhelm so much. And, and it really does, I think up your productivity because you're focusing on the moment and you're working hard in that moment, you're getting a lot done. If you're spreading it out over the day and worrying about it and half doing it, you're not and half paying attention, it's not going to be the work that you could do best. All right, let's move on. So that sort of brings us, it lends itself nicely into our second point, which is having a good routine in place. Mm, yes. So that that can be like what I was just saying was just one day. But if you have if you have a schedule of when you when you're going to do work you probably don't want it to be just random times during the day. What time are you exercising? What time are you having a lunch break? What time are you getting your work done? It's, you know, it's just like, well, I mean, Jen and I came from sort of more, I'm going to call it corporate, I guess, times where you had to be there at a certain time and you work till a certain time. Um, so when you're at home, you kind of feel like, woohoo. <laughs> you can set yeah. your own schedule, which is a blessing and a curse. I would say you get to be your own boss. You get to be in charge of what time you focus and what time you take a coffee break. Like I work very well in the evenings, so I don't mind sitting down and coming up with ideas in the evening. I'm not going to get up at, at 5 a.m. and be productive <laughs> on any level. There but I can a, do yeah. at, at night. I can. I can do it at 10 p.m. So, I mean, there's lots of books on getting up in the morning. And if, and, and if that's helpful to you, absolutely do it. Like you pick that time where you're the most productive and do it. Three in the afternoon is, is often considered to, I don't know, I learned this in psych class. <laughs> that's a terrible time of day in terms of like your brain. Like you, you should be taking a little bit of a rest around then. But then some people, that might be their best time, you know? right before tea time. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, so when you get to work on your own schedule, you get to t say when your best time to work is. And I would recommend that being your time where you say, okay, these three hours are non-negotiably work because that's when you're going to be the most productive. If it's 6 a.m., 10 a.m., 7 p.m., that's again, when you do it. That comes right back to the point that we made right at the beginning is that everybody's productivity is going to look a little bit different, right? The way that they achieve that right. is going to look a little bit different and that's okay, right? You don't need to follow what, you know, I'm going to say gurus say, you don't need to get up at 5am and do an hour of yoga and an hour of self-development. If you want to do that, by all means, please go for it if that feels good to you. But if you are struggling to achieve that, it's okay to let it go. It's okay to let yeah, it go. Yeah, okay, can do it at 10 a.m. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be at five. It, it, it you know, it just gets it done in the day. Mm -hmm. But I think, yeah, we, you know, as a society, we think nine to five. Oh, that must be when we're the most productive. Is nine to five, or oh, you know, five a.m. is the best time to work out, or you know, like mm -hmm. we're told things like it, it's so it can help you get things done. But you like play with your day. And find out when you are the most, you can achieve the highest, what time works the best for you. And then make that your schedule. Make that your day. It's awesome. It is. And the second sort of side of routine that I, I want to, I'm not going to, I don't want to dive too deep into it, but when you start to put a routine into place and you start to get intentional about a routine, those routines start to become habits. Right. Mm -hmm. And habits start to go to our bad, start to impact productivity. So if you're putting in place good routines that are improving your productivity, so we're talking about basic things like getting enough sleep, eating, mm -hmm. eating when you're hungry, like nourishing your body with good foods, staying hydrated, keeping your body moving. Those are all things that will positively impact your productivity in the long run, right? And for introverts, downtime, make that, making that part of your routine and turning those things into habits will continually compound and improve yeah. in your productivity. Absolutely. It'll, it'll build on it. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, those little pieces, those little pieces that you kind of think like, okay, I need to sit down and do work. But yeah, just like you said, like even staying hydrated, like your brain needs water. It's, this isn't aside from all the other health benefits, like keep yourself hydrated <laughs> just for yeah. your brain. So your brain can be doing its best. Absolutely. Go forth and, and develop good routines and habits that will positively impact your productivity. And mm -hmm. Okay. That's, that's what I have to say about that. Now let's move on. So we've got two more points. The, the next is workflows. Having having workflows, this sort of plays on routines a little bit, but workflows are, are processes. So they're standard processes that you put in place in your business to deal with a certain task. So you do it the same way every single time. So first of all, you don't miss a step. Second of all, you get faster at it. And third, you will find that you start to make less mistakes and it becomes second nature and it becomes habit. Yeah. I was just going to say that there's another good habit forming tool to get that going. And then you just get better at it. Yeah. No. So I will say, so for example, I'm just going to use our podcast as an example in terms of workflows. So I've got a very, I do like the, the editing and, and whatnot behind the scenes. So I've got a very, very specific workflow. I grab my file. I get into Adobe Audition. 
and I, I do all of the editing. I pull it together. I upload it. I add the show notes and then I schedule it for launch and we're good. Right. I do at the same time. The first few podcast episodes, it took me forever to accomplish that workflow. But because I put a workflow in place right from the very beginning, now hey, here we are at episode 51. I can do it in less than an hour, depending on how long the episode is in terms of editing and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you just do it step by step. Yep. Step by step. And my brain knows what the next step is. So I'm already anticipating. I don't even need to look at my, my workflow list anymore. I know exactly what the next step is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I really love that. Well, in the industry I came from, like we, everything was from an SOP, right? A standard operating procedure. So you really did, you had to do it in order and then you really did get better at it. Right. Yes. And then, yeah. and, and then because everyone was following the same flow, you were able to people could say, oh, this is how we could improve this. And then you could update the SOP, but, Mm. and you can do that on your own as well. Like have your own sort of standard operation list. Mm. And that can be for anything that can be for customer Mm. service. That can be for your content creation. It could be for anything you can put. I know I love the term SOP. It makes my corporate soul like Love giddy yeah. I'm like a process development junkie but yeah, like, I, I used to it. write them it was good <laughs> yeah I know me too yeah yeah so we're all about standardizing procedure and workflows and then you, yeah you do you get better at it and then you can prioritize you can because you'll know exactly how long each of those things take so if you have a day where you say oh I have, I have five hours just opened up you know exactly what you can fit in because mm-hmm. you know exactly how long each of those things takes, you know, whether it's reaching out to some uh, to clients, getting back to someone, creating something new, getting your social media together, you know exactly how long it takes. So you can kind of plan it. Oh, I have time to get next week's social media done or whatever. Like it can be, mm-hmm. you can be super productive. That leads us right into batching. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You're, people, Your you know, if you've listened, listened to us for long enough, you'll, you'll know, we are, um, Batching advocates. Absolutely. I'm obsessed with it. (laughs) And it does. So we, we use workflows. We use standard procedures to create all of our social media content all at once. Yeah. Sometimes we batch a week in advance. Sometimes we batch a whole month. It just depends on what else is happening inside of our business and how much time we can devote to that specific task. But it is, we typically batch our podcast recordings. Um, I batch all of the podcast, like episode editing and workflows. Like I do that all at once. I might do five or six in six hours, yeah. which is awesome. And I, I love it because you're not scrambling at the last minute and you know that you've created and, and done stuff with your highest level of energy. Yes. Because we've certainly had days where we've both, been energetically knocked right out and it's okay because we've already created what's going out for the day so it it goes out and is filled with awesome vibes whereas we're (laughs) we we can put out our best energy to people say what you will about authenticity we don't want to show up feeling like crap because that's not going to help anybody we we want to show up with something that's going to help somebody so if we can batch that ahead of time on a day that we're not feeling as good, it's okay. People can still be motivated and inspired and get really cool ideas, even on the days where we're just not, <laughs> we're not feeling creative. We're, so, we're both bundled in our pajamas and hoodies and yeah. 
So well, like, I want to be very transparent about that. You know, it, it appears that we show up every morning at 7 a.m. on, on uh, social, but that's not necessarily how, how we're feeling that day. But you, don't, you guys deserve better than how we feel every morning, right? Yeah. We want it to be positive. So, yeah, I want to be transparent about how, how, we, how we feel about batching. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Show up as your best self. Yeah, yeah, 100%. So when we first started our business, we didn't really understand batching. And we were, <laughs> the things we were putting out were not really consistent. They were not great, the greatest quality. As we've said well, before. Yeah, we were doing them one at a time. So they didn't really flow together. No, like, but when we get into the flow now, like it's like, we'll, we'll spend a couple hours on Zoom together. We'll do a screen share and we'll be like, okay, well... This, what's our, what are we talking about this week? What are we doing this month? What is it? Blah, blah, blah. And we are able to focus and and do it, just get it done. Right. And if you don't have a business partner, that's totally fine. You, you get your day that you're in the flow and really, um, yeah, sit down with yourself and (laughs) get, get some stuff done. Yes. It's good. Yeah. Um, and then you can use those other days that you've got stuff just going out on its own. You can really focus on your clients. Yes. You know, you can be, you can be on a zoom call, on a phone call, um, emailing back and forth while you're still letting people know what you have on offer, but you can be really yeah. Or, or if you don't work directly one-to-one with people and you're a course creator or you're a product creator, or you've got a, a storefront, you can focus that time now on those other activities. And I think that that also comes to having a long view of your business, right? If you're only creating what's going out today, you're, uh, it's, it's going to slow down your, your long view progress, right? Like what is your, what's your, plan for the next month? What's your plan for the next three months? What's your plan for the next six months? So if you can, if you can be batching out those times, then you can be really focusing on uh, the experience that you're trying to bring your, your audience, your clients through in the next few months. Mm-hmm. If you're every morning trying to think of, oh, what should I put out today? That's really slowing, like it's holding you back a little bit from, uh, from pulling everyone through an experience over time. That can really, um, yeah, you should have a long view of your, of your business, <laughs> what your goals are. I mean, and even like, well, what does this year taught us? Like have some pivot ideas, <laughs> Yeah, you know, this is, this is my goal. This is where I'm heading. And if things happen, I could do this. I could do that, you know, have some ideas waiting in the wings, but, but keep your focus on, um, on what you're hoping for really. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And, and I, I and do just, I just want to make one point here. So some people, you know, if you are struck with inspiration and you want to post on the fly, we're not saying don't do that. We're just saying that batching now gives you that opportunity that if you have an idea, let's say, you know, you've posted at 9am and all of a sudden at 1pm, you have a flash of inspiration. You're like, I, I don't want to get that posted. Go ahead and do that. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. We're just trying to make it easier. If you don't want to work on the on a, on, um, on Sunday, Monday or something like that, have those pre-scheduled so that you can take the day off. Like that's all part of your introvert downtime is to not have to show up all the time. So if, even if you want to schedule, um, like you don't have to post every day, obviously there's no, 
There's no yeah. rules in social no. media, really, right? So even if you just wanted to create stuff on the days that you want to take off, or if you have, you know, something that's a family event, uh, just pre-schedule those things like that. You don't have to batch like 15 days in a row. You can just say, oh, okay, I know next weekend I'm not going to be available. So I'm going to plan that. So it's, so it's already going. I want, I still want people to know about my alarm clock deal. So I want, <laughs> you know, have something pre-scheduled and then you can just like, it's all about taking out the overwhelm, right? And you can just say, okay, I can go and enjoy my kids hike in the woods, you know, or, or whatever it is, like have whatever event it is that you just want to enjoy or have a self-care day. But this, uh, but um, so yeah, batching doesn't have to be like how we, <laughs> how we do it. Nothing has to be how we do it. We're just saying, find your, find your flow. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that's how your productivity is going to be better. And then aren't you going to show up so much better the next day after that, after you've had that day off, but you've still put stuff out there, you had your day off. And then the next day you're going to be like, woo, ready to create content and, and really show up for people again. Cause you've had that time to yourself. I don't know. It's super important. That it is, which is why we brought it into today's discussion. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's right. It's all about scheduling. We're a bit obsessed with scheduling. Sometimes I tell people I'm a scheduling coach (laughs) because Because, you know, you schedule in your goals, you schedule in your action steps, you schedule in your downtime. But just remember, um, there's always flexibility in scheduling, right? I don't mm-hmm. like to be scheduled specific activities at specific times, but I'll block out time for business activities and personal activities and then whatever feels right in the moment. Or maybe I've got three things on the go <laughs> at a time because that works for me. Like I said, it doesn't work for everybody, but... Mm-hmm. You, you're, I agree. You need to find your flow, find what works, mm-hmm. develop good habits, put firm boundaries in place, find good routines, you know, you know, find a system of batching that works for you. And we promise you that your productivity is going to increase. Mm-hmm. You will go from busy to productive. Absolutely. All right, guys. Have a great day. Have a good week. Thanks so much for joining us today. We'd love it if you could leave us a review so that we can grow our audience and reach as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. If you've enjoyed this episode, grab a screenshot, hop over to Instagram and share it in your stories and make sure that you tag us at Success in the Shy Girl. As always, wishing you abundance and success.